Hey, what's going on, Purpose People? We want to welcome you to our Path to Purpose podcast, man. I'm your host, Dustin Robinbark, and with me, as always, Mr. A.J. Howard. Say what's up, A.J. What's up, world? Hope everybody out there is having a moto-go kind of day, baby. Absolutely. Let's go. Now, the purpose of this podcast is to let everybody listening to this thing know that it's not that deep. And when I talk about it, I'm talking about life. Everybody wants to wonder what their calling is. What is their purpose? Listen, guys, your purpose is where God has placed you right now for impact, and you are thankful through obedience. So I need you to tune in. I need you to open your ears, and I need you to listen up. And more than that, I need you to keep that let's go energy. And always got to have that mo to go energy. Look, it's time to get right, get live, and get with it, baby. Let's go. Come on. All right, AJ, this is a little different, man. Normally, normally it's AJ, how we doing tonight? I got you in midday. So, so man, how we feeling today? Oh, man, it's definitely weird getting home and the sun still being up. You know, I'm not used to that, even though it goes down later. We've been at the ballpark five, six nights a week. But, hey, it's grind season, man. The Lord gives us the strength to get through it. But uh, it is nice being able to walk in and hear, you know, the birds chirping and look up and see the sun, man, instead of streetlights for once. So as a baseball coach, man, you guys, you guys are on the move, man. How many are we up now? We got nine in a row, baby, with Mo to go, dog. You know, that's the mindset they're buying into is, uh, you know, just staying relentless with it. And they've, uh, I think they've grasped the concept because, you know, it's like Tom Brady said when he won that all them Super Bowl rings, uh, you know, what's the most exciting thing? Chasing the next one. Um, so that that's kind of the mindset they have adapted. And now, you know, it's kind of one of them prideful things. The guy on the mound don't want to be the pitcher to take that first L in nine or ten games. So it just keeps building and building off itself. Man, that's it, man. Hey, by the way, man, I'm hearing some feedback on this podcast. I'm hearing some people out there that's really being blessed by the message. Um, you, you know, on your end, you said you've, you've gotten some feedback. So I want, man, look, I want to encourage our listeners now. The ones who really are listening and being blessed from it, man, let's let's really encourage them to share this stuff, to share um, these messages while while they're when they get done with their workout, man, when they're when they're in the midst of a little break between reps, man, just click that share button, right? Because it's it's valuable, man. It's valuable for people to just be able to get this kind of energy, man. That's it, man. That's it. You know, the, the biggest thing I've been hearing from people on my end, man, is every week we've hit on something, whether it's on a spiritual, emotional, mental health level that has helped somebody, man. Even some of a lot of my players listen to it, man. And, you know, being able to tap into that, that demographic, you know, the younger generation is what it's all about and teaching them concepts that we know as 34, 35 year old men that they hopefully can learn sooner than we did to, you know, avoid some of the roadblocks and bumps along the way that we've had to endure along our life, man. That's it, man. But sometimes, you know, like, like I was sitting with a group of kids this morning, 
Uh, and you know, it's hard right now. When I woke up this morning and I walked outside, AJ, the fog was thick, man. It was thick, thick bro. Thick. Like I couldn't see, man. And so I got in my car and I started navigating familiar roads, man. I grew up here, right? I know these roads like the back of my hand. I know there's stuff out there, right? I know there's stuff coming, but I couldn't see through the fog. I was blinded, man. And it just kind of, it put everything in perspective of of where these students were at, the ones that I was talking to this morning. So I'm sitting in there with a group of students that have, have trouble seeing outside the circle, right? Seeing outside what's going on inside the fog. So we stay in what we know. We stay in what's comfortable, right? Without, we know there's life out there, but we don't know what it looks like, man. And that's my goal and my ambition and my inspiration for life is just to impact the next generation and uh, even adults, man, who just have trouble seeing past the fog. Exactly, man. Everybody needs it, man. They're, they're, you know, self-development, self-growth, the spiritual journey, the mental health journey, man, the fitness journey, whatever you want to tie it into, um, you know, it has no age limit, man. It has no boundaries. Uh, it's always about people helping people, bro. And, you know, bringing life experiences to the table, man, and trying to leave that impact like we always talk about. So I hadn't shared this with you yet, AJ. Uh, for those of you who don't know, AJ was sharing uh, workouts with me and all of that to kind of give me that boost, that kickstart. I have kind of shifted my plan now and I'm going back to my old style workouts and what I know but AJ I want to say thank you ma'am I have officially tipped the scales uh I'm down 15 pounds bro it's no it's no miracle yes, sir. Let's go. It's, it's hey it's no miracle nothing yet but I'm getting there bro that's it brother congratulations hey brother I just gave you the ingredients you the one that's that it. went to the kitchen cooked it up bro as Drake says cooking that ambition on the kitchen stove that was you, yeah. dog. You got in there and got it done. So props to you, man. Keep swinging I, that axe and showing up. I put on my vision board for this year, you know, go down 25 pounds and keep it off. I'm already at 15. And it's what, March? So, man, I hey, I'm going to blow that 25 out of the water, dog. Yeah, so you underestimated yourself, D, bro. You yeah, should have put man. 50, 75, I should have put 50, man, on that joker. You yeah, got a hundred blue. So, so today, man, kind of, kind of this thought that that we had on our mind for our listeners, man. I want to talk about the idea of leadership, man. The idea, what it looks like to lead, because I think this is a word that gets thrown around a lot, almost like love, like, like I love candy, right? I love my children not even in the same ballpark, okay? And so when we talk about someone who leads <clears throat> someone well, somebody who leads in their environment, somebody who knows how to lead themselves well, man, there's different levels to this. And so what I wanted to look at today is what leadership can look like in our own lives, whether I'm talking about self-leadership or leading others well. So I, I want to kick this off, man. And so, you know, we've talked about before, I'm an acronyms guy. I like I like acronyms and I took the word 
you know, lead and kind of broke it down into four different ways that I want to look at your personal leadership. The one with the earphones in right now, the one that's got this on the radio, the one that's got this maybe coming through his phone up on the counter while he's working out, washing dishes. I want to talk about your personal leadership, man. And one of the first things that I think a leader does, okay, whether we're talking about leading themselves or we're talking about leading others, the first thing a leader does is look for opportunity, man. All right. And so when we're when we're leading people on the, the baseball field, and you can speak to this here in just a second, when we're leading people in the classroom, right? When we're leading a business, an organization, we look for opportunities to lead. And we look for opportunities for those that we are leading, because as a leader, I need to have the ability to see things before other people do. Would you agree with that? Absolutely, man. And, you know, you like you said, you can relate that to coaching, you know, as a baseball coach on the field. There's a lot of strategy that goes into baseball that like the common person, common fan doesn't doesn't know even goes on, you know, whether it's positioning. Uh, your your defense for a potential bunt when everybody thinks that, oh, it's the three-hole hitter. No way he's going to bunt, but you look at the percentages and, you know, the data and, you know, the probability of them trying to bunt. So you got to position your players. Uh, offensively, we're always evaluating and looking at the catcher's arm, the pitcher's pickoff move, um, you know, how quick he is to the plate to be looking for them opportunities to try to steal the next bag because that 90 feet matters. You know, you're, you're one base closer to scoring a run and in close games, that's highly important. And, you know, that goes along with, you know, you got to take the risk, right? Um, uh, when you look at and see them opportunities, you can't like, Hey, I know there's an opportunity there, but I'm scared. What if I fail? It's I see the opportunity. I got to hunt now. I got to go. I got to mm. be a shark. Um, so that's one thing, man, as a coach, you know, in baseball and football, too, you look at the defense and offense, you got to scheme it up and you got to make the most of your opportunities and pick the opponent apart, man, no matter what it is, whether it's coaching, whether it's your career path, um, you know, business opportunities. You just got to always look and try to think two, three steps ahead of the competition. You know, no doubt. And and when I'm looking at my myself and my own life, you know, in order to lead yourself, there has to be some kind of, there has to be some uh, amount of want to, right? You've got to want to see opportunities, okay? I run into students all the time, bro, I'm going to just put it out there. I'm going to be blunt. They don't want it, right? They don't, they don't want to. And so it comes off as, oh, I don't know how, Right. Oh, oh, what? That doesn't make sense. What did you say? I don't understand. And then we would rather laugh it off, goof it off, all of this stuff. But there are some people who have it down in their spirit. Sometimes it's deep, but there is there is something inside of them that says, I want more. I want to be better. I want to become better. I want to get that dog in me. I just don't know all of the tools and steps and processes. And that's what Path to Purpose podcast is about. It's for that person. Even if you don't know what direction you want to go in life, even if you don't know, you know, uh, what gifts and talents and abilities you have right now, 
I want to speak to the person that just says, yo, Dustin, listen, man, like, I know there's more inside of me. I know there's something inside of me. And I want to tell you, you're right. And the only way to get to the bottom of what it is, is we got to do a little bit of work, right? We got to, we got to lead ourselves. We got to get out of victim mentality. We got to get out of, he said, she said, uh, my mama did, somebody should have done. We got to get out of that and say, okay, I am here. I am here now. All right. I'm, I'm in the fog. I know there's life out there, man, but I don't know. I don't know what it is. Jamal King, he always says this, man. He says, the level uh, of a person's level of success is determined by their level of exposure. So when I'm talking about leadership, bro, I'm talking about looking for opportunities for one to advance. Okay. For me, I wanted to lose weight. We'll make it super practical. Maybe there's somebody out there that's just struggling with losing weight and they feel like, man, if I could just lose 30 pounds, man, I'd feel better. It's lighter on my knees. I could maneuver. I could play with the kids. I maybe could have the energy to stay awake, right? I might could do this. <laughs> yeah. and, 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 and so whatever it is, it has to come with a little bit of want to. And then we got to start looking for opportunities to advance in whatever area we're in. Exactly, man. Exactly. And like you say, the biggest thing, man, is you got to take it upon yourself. You know, so many people sit around and play that victim mentality. You know, my dad wasn't in my life, bro. You know, okay, you just messing up your life. You ain't messing up your dad's life by sitting there playing that same song on repeat over and over. Um, you know, my mom or so-and-so is going to judge me if I do that. You got to have that inner desire, man. And when your conviction and, you know, your belief in what you're doing and your goals are that important to you and it's a priority, then you don't care what they say or what you've been through. You just know you got to get it done, man. And I think true leaders, man, you, you understand that, yeah, you're going to get critique. People's going to disagree. I mean, even Nick Saban, probably the greatest college football coach of all time, man, what Alabama go like 10 and two this year? People, oh man, he ain't got it no more. It's like, come on, bro. You're on the, he's the top of the top, the best of the best. He's still getting criticized, but so many people are scared to lead and take them chances and evaluate opportunities because they're so scared of getting critiqued, man. And as a leader, you, you got to have them blinders on. You got to have tunnel vision uh, on your, on your end game. And, you know, you got to take responsibility upon yourself to lose that weight, to make them decisions, to take them risks and understand if it works. It was on you. And if it don't work, bro, it's still on you. Figure out the next plan. Don't just and, sit there and tap out. And failure is not even real, man. The, 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 the whole process of stepping out and trying something new is a win in and of itself, man. It's, 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 a, it's a win in and of itself. So if I'm, if I'm on a football team and I'm looking for opportunity to lead, right? I'm looking for opportunity, right, to see where I can make my better my my man beside me feel better about himself, a miss block, a miss tackle, you know, all of these different things. We could pick him up when he's down. We could show him maybe a way where where things went south, right? 
We can also be off the field and we can speak into the stupidity, the stupid things they're doing in the classrooms, right? We're looking for opportunities to advance the team. CEOs of a Fortune 500 company, I said one of the best traits of a leader is to see further, faster than you, okay? And so that makes a strong, strong leader is to be able to find these opportunities plug them into my team, right? Or into my own life and make us all better in the process. But it doesn't come easy, right? It comes through a process. It's not something I can just learn overnight, but you can learn this. You can learn how to look for opportunities effectively. You just have to be willing to say, all right, here I am. I'm not getting to where I want to go in life unless I start to become what it is that I know I'm put here to be. Maybe you don't know that thing, but you know that in your heart, that peace in your heart that says, yo, there's more to this. And so we start looking for those opportunities. Maybe it's to start reading. Maybe it's to, to get in the Bible, get in your words, start going to church, find you a good influence, put down NBA young boy that's just that's just yeah. blaring in your ear, right? All the negativity and the and the and the girls and all of the all of that. Okay. And then let's bring it back. Okay. And then and then pick up something. Let's replace that time with something positive. We got to look for that for that opportunity, man. And so um, you, you know, the next thing that I think a strong leader does, and we've alluded to this before, but I want to come at it from a little bit different approach. Another thing a leader does, man, is he evaluates, all right? He looks for opportunity, and he's constantly evaluating, all right, not just himself, not just other people in the situation, but he's constant, constantly evaluating that opportunity, all right? If I want if I want to lose weight, I'm in the gym, I'm losing weight, I get to a plateau. There's no more growth. There's no more. The, the scales ain't moving. I'm not looking any different. I have to evaluate that opportunity that I started, that I'm in there. I got to evaluate and I got to go back and redo some things. Now, AJ, how can that how can that play out in other avenues of our life? Just just being able to evaluate the opportunities that we've been given. Uh, man, that that can that applies to every aspect of the life, man. You know, you talk about evaluating to set yourself up for success. You know, I I, I just did a little video on it uh, this afternoon, man. I had a little time on my day off. Uh, typical coach workout guy. I go for a sprint jog for thirty minutes. Right, most people come in, prop their feet up, relax. Uh, I I don't sit around well. Um, so I, I go I go on this run, man. And as I'm running, I got to thinking. I'm like, you know, uh, talking about evaluating. I'm like, my pace is comfortable. I'm trying to get results. I got to. Sprint, and that was the name of my video. It's just called Sprint, um, and it's talking about evaluating your life like you're running. You know, running has two modes. You got to jog and you got a sprint mode. Jog, you see a lot of folks jogging together, baby. Every neighborhood in America's got their little jogging crew, and they, they're putting one foot in front of the other. They're running at that comfortable pace, but 
if you want to level up and get to the next level and the real challenge, uh, you got to make yourself uncomfortable, man. And sprinting, your lungs get tight, you get short of breath, you got to put that maximum effort into it. Um, so that's just one aspect of evaluating, you know, myself today just on a run to try to get better results. And, you know, evaluation is a, a constant process. Uh, like, you know, when it comes to the weight room as a strength coach, we're always evaluating our numbers. We're always let me, let me say this too. I, while I got it on my mind, you're right. In the weight room, it is it it you're constantly evaluating your numbers. And at some point, this just hit me right when you said that. At some point, bro, honesty has to come into the equation too. All right. So when we evaluate, and I'm just gonna pass the mic back, but when we evaluate, bro. We have to be honest with ourselves about what we see when we evaluate or else we could get hurt. We could get injured. Things not go right. We miscalculate. And so honesty, being honest with what it is you see when you take that step of evaluation. Exactly. Honesty is key, man. And, you know, like I said, when we evaluate our all season program year to year, it's like, you know, we've had success the last couple of years at HA and football. And, you know, we went 10 and 0 in the regular season. But then we get to thinking like, yeah, we went 10 and 0. But in the first round, we was, you know, a couple steps slower than the team out of Mobile. So what have we been attacking this off season? Yeah, we know we're going to get the power and the strength. We working on the speed, the speed aspect. Um, to you know, and we had to be honest. Like we could have been, hey, ten and is good, man. One that won the region. Keep it the same. Just keep rocking and rolling. But no, we have as leaders, we have to evaluate our team and give our kids the best chance of success. And where we were lacking was overall team speed. We had some dogs that can get up and go, but collectively, that's one thing that that's attacking our weakness, and that's a part of the honesty. Uh, aspect of evaluate, man. A lot of cats don't want to admit they got any weaknesses. You know, it's like, oh, I'm mm. good. I'm, I'm I'm straight. It's like, no, bro, really be honest. We all got a weakness somewhere, whether it's the people you hang out with, your daily habits, um, the music, you know, the, the, everybody has weaknesses. We're human, but very few um, want to acknowledge that they have weaknesses when they're evaluating their life. They just want to act like it's all good, man. Man, I just want to camp out right there. But we we listen, listen to me, man. I was just with a group of students, like I said, this morning. One of them, uh, he told me he had dreams and aspirations of being an entrepreneur. Now, I, I said, that's wonderful. I love entrepreneurship. I say I'm an entrepreneur, right? But now here's the thing. Well, here's what people do. People will hide under an entrepreneur umbrella because they really don't know what they want to do, right? Yeah. And so, so to be an entrepreneur, right? means that you are actively entrepreneuring, okay? It means you are actually going out trying to build things that will that will create assets while you sleep, that will create, you know, financial endeavors while you sleep. That's, a you, you know, a real entrepreneur. So he tells me uh, he wants to do this, but his language was so off while he was describing. I mean, he was such a, you could tell, um, let's just say his character development was an area we could work on, okay? And so, and we're sitting here and we're talking through this and we're walking through things. And here's what I said, bro. I said, all right, what do you want to do in your entrepreneurship? He says, man, I'd like to cut grass, create businesses, you, you know, get, get the money from starting and, and do these different things. And I said, okay, I said, here's the deal, bro. I said, if you come to my yard talking the way you just talked and said the things you just said, 
I said, there's no way I'm putting you on a lawnmower and cutting my yard in my, I don't even want you in my proximity. And he said, well, bro, I wouldn't, no, man, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even do that. I wouldn't even talk to someone like that. And I said, okay. I said, if you have to change who you are to make a business deal work, I said, something's wrong with that. I said, something's off with that. Dude got quiet. Everything just kind of whoosh. I said, you are a faker if you have to do that. And when he, when, when, when that, I mean, everybody kind of chuckled, but everybody knew like, like I was on to something here. Like, okay, if we have to change who we are to make a business deal go right. Okay. That's shady, bro. I'm speaking to somebody who owns and runs a business. I'm talking about some petty cash here. Once if something go, I mean, I'm talking like, like if we have to change who we are as a man to lead students well, something we're not going to sleep at peace at night. All right. Mm -hmm. So if I'm scrolling those things on that social media and I'm looking at all this and I'm thinking about all this and I'm doing all this and I'm out here running wild, AJ. But yet I want to stand in the gap for somebody and be a motivator and an inspirator. And I want to and I want to help them become somebody. I am a faker and I'm not being honest. That's 100 percent true, man. You know, and I think a lot of like with the younger generation, you know, like you said, with social media, the term entrepreneur, you know, and I hear I heard somebody at one of the conferences me and you was at, you know, he was like. I'm an inspirational speaker. But then, like you said, his language, I was like, man, that dude couldn't motivate me to go make a bologna sandwich. You know, it was just, it just sounds sexy and trendy. And uh, it's cool to tell your partners in school, man, I'm not a rapper. I'm not an athlete. I'm an entrepreneur. You know, I, I'm, I'm down with the shirts and all. Um, but I'm like, you, your language and who you are, man, that, that comes out now. You know, nobody's perfect, man. But like you say, man, guys, people can see through that gray area you're trying to give them. But, you know, a lot of the problem is, bro, is you get on social media and Instagram and you see these cats that are sitting there making millions and millions of dollars on TikTok and Instagram portraying this fake image for social media. But deep down, I I bet, man, I would I would venture to say like. 75% 75% of these people telling you to get up at 4 a.m. and saying they up at 4 and 3.30 and they doing this and they that discipline, bro, they lying to you. Lying. They record that at 9.30 at night and then just replaying it for you the next morning on and on again. And you're like, oh, I'm listening to so-and-so, I'm dialed in. And they sitting out there on a wave runner drinking my ties or something in the island. Well, uh, you know, that's what I'm saying, bro. It's like this day and time, man, these, these the younger generation – there's a lot of con artists out there in the world, bro, and a lot of a lot of different endeavors. And that's a whole nother realm and podcast conversation. But, you know, people dress it up and try to make it sound sexy, entrepreneur, motivational speaker, podcaster. It's like, bro, you get, there's really a lot of legwork that goes into it. And if you're not 100 and being true to who you are, you ain't going to get a following. You ain't going to get anything out of it because people know you're just chasing it for the title over the impact. And uh, you chasing dollar signs over impacting lives, and people see that man. You know, people ain't dumb. It, it don't take them long to pick up on it. You know, that's 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 where I wanted to go, man. It's just like people are not dumb, man, and people can see 
you know, what you're really about just through a, a, a one interaction with you, man. People can, you know, how you show up to a situation, it matters. How you treat people, it matters. Uh, you, you know, karma, karma is a real thing, man. What goes around Absolutely. comes around, you know, and how you how you lead yourself will ultimately play out, bro, in how you treat other people, in how you run a business, in how you sustain um, an employee-boss relationship, how you interact with just the people beside you. As if you're, if you are an employee alongside sixty-five other employees, man, how do you stand out and become right the type of person that someone will put you in a position of leadership? How do you do that? You look for opportunity and you step into that joker, man. Win, lose, or draw, you give it the best shot. You look for that opportunity and you dig and you grind and you find, right? You find out, man. The things you don't know, you don't stop with, oh, I just didn't know. Oh, I just didn't know. That's no excuse no more. We have we have computers in our pockets, bruh. There, you, you, you can't, there's no more. I didn't know. Right. There's too many studies out there. There's too many things like, like now we have to take ownership. We got to evaluate. We got to be honest. Next thing I got to say for the, for the leadership, for leading ourselves and leading others. Well, man, we got to be willing to put our pride aside and we got to be willing to ask. All right. And so when I say, when I see students who know they have something in them, but it's never been modeled to ask for help. Some of them, it's not by, it's not their own fault. Some of them, you, you know, it's single family home, bro. Some of these people out here, they're running situations, single moms, right? Who are forced to do some things to provide for the family. Those, it's, it's, it's hard, bro. It's hard. And so and single dads out there, man. Single dads, of, man. Single there. dads, you know, exactly. I don't know that you don't know unless you ask. Exactly. So when I talk when I talk to these people, you know, and 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 you know, we just fall behind in class because we just don't even think like like it that like I'm I'm too deep. I just don't get it. These other people get it. I want to encourage you, what are the areas in your life that you need to step up to the plate and you need to ask? Oh man, that that's that's so big right there, man. And for you to um, you know, talk about in the classroom not asking questions. I got a little uh story that hopefully will help some student out there, man. You know, I graduated from Houston County High School, which is where you speak at, man. And uh I had a math teacher, man, a great math teacher, Miss Daniels, Miss Sandra Daniels. Mm -hmm. she used to make us go up to this overhead, bro, and do these math problems. And I was very articulate in writing and reading. When it came to math, dude, the only thing I really cared about calculating was uh, my earned run average, my batting average, or how many strikeouts I had that day, right? So when we got to that thing called Pythagorean Theorem and da-da-da-da-da, mm. your, boy, your boy ain't very shy, but I was like, hey, I'm cool. I love batting leadoff, but I'll bat ninth in the order because, you know, I'll time it out. I'd be looking at the clock, bro, like, oh, if I go eighth or ninth right here, I'll get it tomorrow and she'll be done forgot. Yeah. But Miss Daniels was shocked, bro. She always remembered. She always batted me lead off the next day. But that that's one of the things. And finally, she caught on. And she asked me to stay after class one day. And she was like, AJ, she was like, you're so confident in class. You talk. You don't mind answering questions. But when you come to this overhead, 
you know, what, what is it? And here's something about me. A lot of folks may not, you know, some folks know, don't know learning wise, uh, athletically, I was good, but learning wise, I've made good grades, but man, I was, I was just, I'm dyslexic. Uh, it took my mom a lot of years my dad's to get dyslexic. my system. Um, and you know, I, and I, I never told her that or anybody in high school at that point. And I was like, you know, Miss, Miss Daniels, I can work the problem, but it takes me like 45 minutes to do this one where you want us to do it in five. And I, I can't, she was like, AJ, if you just ask me what you're having, tell me what you're having trouble with. I can walk you through the problem. I'm not going to walk you up in front of the overhead and let you fail. And so, man, that goes out. That's any, that, that taught me at an early age, man, like the answer is always no, unless you ask. So um, I think, I think with a lot of that, you know, I think a lot of that AJ, it does ultimately boil down to pride. Um, but, but some of it also boils down to fear. I think sometimes mm. people, people are afraid and, and people are afraid of what they don't know. Um, and exactly. so I want to pull my goal in life, man, is to just take those, take those blinders off, right? Take those blinders off of our lives and, and allow you the freedom to learn, bro. The freedom to say, you know what? I don't know, but I wish I did. You know what? I don't know what I'm going to do when I graduate. You know what? I don't know how I'm going to get past this mound of debt, right? And you have people, AJ, that will end it all, bro. All over debt, money, all over uh, one situation that could be fixed with a little bit of study. That could be fixed with looking for opportunities, evaluating themselves, being honest with where they're at, being honest with, man, I made some financial mistakes. Man, I made some credit card mistakes. Man, I made some situational mistakes that have got me here, bro. And being honest and saying, I need help. There are people out there that are money experts. There are people out there who have lost weight. There are people out there that have been single moms before, right? There are people. And so I think I think we got to get to a point where we're willing to say everything that I've tried up to this point, it has not worked. And so let me see who's around me that can step in the gap. Exactly, man. You know, and that goes back to surround yourself, man. Your environment determines your success, your level of exposure and uh, get around them successful people, man. If you're homeboys, homegirls don't know much about finance and they're in the same situation you in. Don't be asking their advice, you know, get on, get, get on the phone, uh, get on the Internet, find somebody that is an expert in what your weakness is and fix it um, and get your life in alignment, bro. It definitely propels you uh, forward. Final thing, man. I think a leader, this is this is great, man. A leader directs. All right. And so he is direct. All right. He does direct and he also steers, right? He steers conversations. He steers environments. He steers the situation for the good of the team. That's what a leader does, man. And so with me personally, while I'm looking for opportunity, while I'm evaluating, while I'm asking people, I'm very direct with myself. Now, I'm not derogatory. Oh, you, you, you know, you fat, lazy. You know what I'm saying? I'm not derogatory, but I'm, but I'm, but I'm like, bro, you put on some weight, dog. 
bro, we got to do something. I want to be around for my kids, kids, kids. All right. So we got to step, we got to do something now. And right. So I direct my conversation to people who know what they're talking about in this area. Or I direct my conversation to people who have overcome in this type of situation. And that's what a leader does. They direct and they steer the outcome for the good of the team. Uh, you know, a great leader is an ultimate team player, man. And um, I'll keep it short right here. I know we're running out of time, but I thought about something the other day, bro, is, you know, there's a lot of good managers, but, you know, a lot of people in these leadership positions, they're good managers, but they're not all out leaders, man, because, you know, a leader, you have to have empathy, man. You have to put yourself in the people under you shoes and understand and a lot of times in, in man the managers more directly related to the employees than the tip top CEO, because they got to be everywhere. The manager's with you every day. Um, and you got to be able to relate to that. And there's a lot of folks, man, they just, they're not good leaders because they sit there and they look out for them and their bank account. They're making money either way. They got the hundred titles behind their name and, you know, their regional director, executive VP of so-and-so, and they don't really care about Bobby sitting here working the cash register every day. Um, but great leaders will dive in, man. That's why to me, Undercover Boss is such a great show. I love um, that show. You see them multi-millionaire CEOs, business owners and all. I mean, they'll break down crying when they see it from a different perspective of what their employees go through every day. And they take it to the big headquarters and they're like, hey, bro, we've been doing, we've been making money, but we've been treating our people like crap. We got to steer and direct the way we're doing things to, to help these people because they out here on the front lines for us. Man, that's good, man. That's good. So as we kind of as we kind of bring it to a close today, I want us to really dig down deep this next week, man. I want us to think about it's spring break for a lot of people. All right. For yeah, some there. people, it's just another day that rolls on. But you know, for teachers, coaches, man, kids, parents, you know, next week is is spring break. So I want us to really kind of take this <laughs> this time to spring forward no pun intended all right and so uh, with that i want us to really self-evaluate where we are on a few things all right where we are mentally i want us to kind of kind of let's let's self-evaluate how am i doing man like like not just in life man how am i doing as a man as a woman as a teenager how am i doing with all of the things that are going on around us with everything taking place am i stuck in the fog right or am i doing okay i want us to really take a moment to self evaluate mentally and then i want to ask you how are we doing physically all right maybe you're struggling with some health issues man i want you to kind of take a little time wrap your mind around that let's see let's continue to seek help and let's see what we can do to actively lead ourselves right to be able to maybe make it a little bit easier on us Think of uh, just a quick example right off the top before we close out. Just think of like a diabetic, okay? If I know I'm diabetic, what am I doing pounding sugar? So I'm just saying, like, like what are some of the things we can do mentally, right? Physically, okay? And then spiritually, man, how am I doing, man? Am I really, am I really connecting with my power source, that energizer, that one that says, hey, you got more to go, right? That right. one that says, let's go, because life is is but a vapor, man. It's, it goes by so quick, man.
So fast. How are we doing? So fast, man. And I want to live it to the fullest of my potential, man. So, so yeah, how are we doing mentally, physically, and spiritually, man? So uh, with that, um, AJ, the last two minutes, I just wanted to tell our listeners that I am super pumped. I've got my second book coming out, bro. And so, yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And so I wanted to let them know um, that, hey, it's coming out soon. Um, I'm I'm putting it into phase two, which is actually the book cover design, uh, the designing the inside. It should take one up to maybe two months to get this book here from this point out. And so uh, this book is titled Heart Ablaze, The New Believer's Journey to Seeking the Heart of God. And so I think it's going to be a game changer for new believers, whether it be um, students or adults. Man, that, that's awesome. That That's definitely a victory worth celebrating right there, brother. And your first book, I, I dived into it when you gave it to us at the Path to Purpose Conference, been reading on it off and on throughout the spring, man. And, you know, it's funny hearing your voice and knowing your voice. It's like you're right here in my head the whole right time. There. I hear that. Let's go, Path yeah. to Purpose. That 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 voice, man. So uh, definitely looking forward to it. Proud of you, brother, man. Thank you. Keep thank you, thank you. impact like you do every day, bro. So y'all stay tuned. And when it comes out, I need everybody to cop Heart Ablaze. All right, guys, remember this. Let's go. Hey, baby. And remember, you always got that mode to go energy, baby. Level up, turn it up, and let's get it. All right.